understanding antibodies, the test that we've heard, <clears throat> excuse me, that we heard recently is, uh, is not as accurate as we had hoped. What does it tell us? And uh, uh, for all of those answers, our guest on the Crosstalk this morning, Dr. Sean Ager, who is an anatomic pathologist and uh, microbiologist. Whew, man, that's, that's quite the business card. Doctor, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me on. I, I help us understand simply the uh, antibodies. Antibodies form naturally inside a person who catches COVID nineteen, recovers from COVID nineteen. They have antibodies in them. Is it the same with everybody? Right. So, Mike, the the first thing I think that's important to make a distinction of is that there's two different types of tests for for COVID nineteen. There's their PCR tests, and these are tests that look for active infection. And, you know, 99.9% of our patients will get that test when we're worried about COVID. Okay. Then there's these antibody tests you're talking about. These serology tests is another name, name for them. And they're post-infectious markers. And you said that quite well. Once you're infected with COVID and your body fights back, it's going to make antibodies to, to the COVID virus. And these, uh, these proteins, these molecules that fight off the, the infection, are what we're detecting when we use serology tests. But this test right now is not widely used. I mean, I would say less than 1% of our patients will actually get this test. Really? Why? Well, uh, there's a couple different reasons, because we have good, bad, and ugly parts of the serology testing. And so, you know, the good part about the serology or these antibody tests is that uh, you know, we understand these tests very well. I mean, in general, this, this tool is used for many different types of infectious diseases. But uh, for COVID, we just haven't been studied it that long, right? So. Uh, we know that uh, they're a great tool for epidemiologists to study the, how common the, the virus is and how, how broadly it's, it's penetrated our community. But for any individual patient, there's two important questions that we have not answered, and without those answers, there's not a lot of actionable steps that a patient can take. The first thing is we don't know that having antibodies to this virus gives us long-term protection or, or even protection from being infected a second time. Right, even short-term so, protection. Yep. Just because you have antibodies doesn't mean you're bulletproof. Right. So, I mean, the assumption is, and it's probably right, that once infected with COVID, you have some sort of short-term protection. But the antibody tests can look for different types of antibodies. And until the scientists figure that out, we're going to have to assume that, uh, you know, that you could be infected um, and that you should be very careful washing your hands, social distancing. And until that science comes out, I just don't think that serology tests are going to be really commonly used um, in our community. What about the research that's being done to find out whether a plasma uh, with those antibodies could be used to help others who are dealing with uh, COVID-19 in a more serious fashion to help those people uh, uh, recover? Yes. So this convalescent plasma therapy you're talking about is definitely a, a one of the major, I think, positives that these, these antibody tests can do. Um, and for those tests that the patients will get, if they're positive, their serum can be used to treat other patients. And so that's probably uh, one of the best reasons to, to, to develop and use this test uh, for, for our healthcare providers to have access to it. How important are, are the tests we just wrapped up one in on Alaska, the, uh, and, and they continue uh, at the hospitals downtown La Crosse, uh, the kind of uh, drop-by, drive-through testing uh, for COVID-19. If you have some symptoms, then you can get the test. How accurate are those tests? How important are, uh, are those tests in trying to identify those that have COVID-19? Are they as accurate as they need to be? 
So yeah, the PC, those are the PCR tests that I talked about at first. Those are definitely, the, again, the, the backbone of our strategy for testing. They okay. are as sensitive and specific as any test on the market. And so those are, are, are very good tests. And, and that is uh, what we primarily use on our patients. All right. So I, uh, test, test, test. We hear that from a lot of politicians. Uh, it, uh, it is, it's true. We need lots and lots of tests, but it, I, I, you test me today, doctor, but next Wednesday you test me again. There's every chance in the world, different results, right? Well, I mean, it's more, most, yeah, I mean, of course you can get infected in between your two different tests. And yeah. so that's why we do have to have a, a large capacity for testing. And, and I think that we really are you know, increasing that every day. And, and I think you also get to the point where, where that is eventually where the serology and antibody tests become important because as people, more and more people become infected and more and more is understood, the antibody test will tell you that you had an infection once in the past. And if we learn, and we may learn this, that you are, are immune for some period of time, that may allow us to do a little bit less testing uh, across our population. All right. So that if you're tested that second time uh, or even the first time and it's proven that you had and you've recovered, you've got the antibodies, you should still be tested. But at the moment, you, uh, you, you may be in a better place than the rest of us who have never had COVID-19 in the first place. Yeah, I think you said that well. I mean, we really have to kind of figure out uh, the two questions we, did, we addressed. There's one now, once you're infected and have antibodies, how long will you be protected for? And more importantly, are you protected at all? And so, again, as the scientists study that, I think we're going to find that we get some level of protection for some period of time, and that's when I think the antibody test will be helpful because it will allow you to put distance between your two different tests over time. All right. As a medical expert, I want to ask you the same question I've asked everybody else with uh, MD after their name or PhD after their name. Uh, what, what are your feelings about wearing masks and uh, how often should people don that mask? Well, for me, you know, I, I guess I practice the, 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 three, the three things that we hear about so often, and that, and that is social distancing. Uh, I wash my hands as much as possible. And for me, I, I wear a mask every time out and I'm out in public, and I just feel like that's, for, for me, it's just something I, I want to do. I choose to do it. And, uh, you know, I know that it, it decreases the chance that if I was infected, uh, I could infect someone else. And so I wear one whenever, whenever I'm in public. And... Uh, uh, do you ever chastise that guy over there who's not wearing a mask? Uh, no, I, I don't do that. Um, I, I think that's a choice that everyone's going to have to make for themselves. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, doctor, thank you very much. Dr. Sean Ager, who is uh, an anatomic pathologist, uh, microbiologist, and our guest this morning to try and help us understand uh, antibodies. They do not make you bulletproof, and they might, maybe, someday, the research continues, help uh, doctors, the medical professionals, deal with those who will get COVID-19 in the near future. It ain't there yet, but we're working on it. Doctor, thanks for talking with us.